0: This is 680 CJOB. Hey
1: everybody, welcome to The Main Ingredient. I'm Kevin Bergen. And I'm Louis Glassy. Louis, what's going on brother? Man, uh, talking. On, on, first of all, you told me you bought weed this week. I did. How was it? It
2: it's, was
0: interesting a experience. I
2: don't even know if I'm going to use it, but I had to see what the hullabaloo was all about and it felt like Surreal. Like you went into a store. You go into a store and it's like a, it's a storefront. They have, they have sweaters for sale. They have, uh, you know, t-shirts and hats and all sorts of accessories. There's some weed. And by the way, you can just buy pot. So come on in. Here you go. Clean experience. You pay with your, uh, you pay with your debit card. And the hilarious part was that the woman said, oh yeah, I think uh, after tax, this will cost about X. Wow. After tax. Oh, Okay.
1: That's crazy. I still, I know, I know it's legal, but it just it blows my mind that you can actually go and do it. Um, hey, so speaking of what goes along good with weed is food. Food, loaf and honey is who we're talking to this week.
2: They are awesome, and I know I say this about every guest, but Bro, on, uh, we only bring on awesome guests. That's, that's why, true. That's right? true. Yeah, uh, yeah, Dustin and Rachel from Loaf and Honey, a uh, couple, couple chefs here in town that uh, now make their own Trappist cheese, yep. and they're me too. oh it's so good. Yeah, um, and they, they both um, work also as chefs in
1: different, uh, different restaurants. Right. She does a, um, the Sam's place, which is a restaurant that, uh, helps gives usable skills to, uh, underprivileged kids or. I love it. Yeah, A little background about me, by the way,
2: my mom grew up or I grew up and my mom has always spent her entire life working with at risk youth. Is that right? Yeah. So she started off, uh, working at Manitoba youth center and now she writes policy for the Manitoba government. Um, and so I got a bit of a soft spot on my heart and a
1: lot of. A lot of love for kind of people that do that kind of thing. Okay, so let's get to the interview. We met them on Sunday, had a couple of beers, had some conversation. They came loaded for bear. Awesome. Okay, so this is Sunday afternoon. This is this is the best way to spend a long weekend. Let's cheers. Yeah. cheers there we girl. go. Cheers, guys. Cheers. There cheers, we go. Just looking thing. at you. Wow. A little bit of bar hammer. There we go. All right. So before we get started, well, let's get started, right? Yeah. So let's uh, let's talk about. First of all, loaf and honey. I I don't talk about the name itself of this catering company.
0: I was trying to figure it out. I'm like loaf and honey, loaf and honey. I, I, I couldn't figure it out. So we, we decided we wanted to kind of start our own company and we were both working and it was okay, let's do something. And we went to the register, the naming office. And we're not the best at, at picking names for anything <laughs> it's, Wait, but it's, it's hard nowadays. It because is, you have to right? think of so many things right so and like even dishes and everything else it's just like ah so, we literally sat in front of the naming office in our car and just yelled names at each other. We're just like, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And just like. Hang on, and, so you didn't have this discussion at home. Like, let's. let's
3: talk oh, we about did. Because we, we
0: did, did, and we couldn't come up with it. So, we're like, we're just going to go to the office and we're in get the it done. car. Yeah. And if we're in the car, we're going to come up. And, and the then whatever. Pressure's on. Pressure's on. Whatever yeah. we come up with, we're going upstairs, and that's it. So, she's a baker. We have our own honeybees and everything else. So, it was like and bread and and we were bouncing back and forth and then it was okay we're on to something here and then it was loaf and honey and we just went in and that was it and nobody else had had it so that's how we got here
1: that's actually a decent name
0: right yeah just we like a it. Bit, yeah. Happy with it. it yeah we're super yeah. happy with it so
1: all right so besides this let's talk about your your background in the culinary industry okay right so you are trained you are self-taught yes, and yes. you guys currently work at two different places along with owning this catering company right yes okay so let's talk about that
0: Okay, so uh, I run uh, the Riverside Inn. We're with our catering company. We're the consulting chefs there. Yep. Um, so we train the staff. We're we've got new owners in there. The new owners are who brought us in. Um, they're remodeling the place. They're doing a whole bunch of reno's. We're gonna have a private dining room soon. So hang on.
1: So you don't work there day to day. You you just I, I'm
0: there, twenty to thirty hours a week. Yep. Um, that's also our home for our kitchen, for okay. our catering. Yep. So they've got a, a space downstairs. So we do all of our prepping and everything there. So That's a great relationship. Yeah, it works great. They're, the owners are great. We, we super love them. They're passionate. They're really trying to bring it up to date. Um, they've got a kind of great vendor coming in. they got a dining room. Yeah, obviously they're serious if they hire someone to actually help them do it. Yeah, properly. right? Like, Again, they're, so they're doing, so we make a lot of the stuff from scratch there. We we make a smoky where we're grinding the meats. We're packing, we're smoking the smokies. Okay, I got to
2: ask though, difference between a smoky and hot dog from somebody who makes them?
0: Uh, it's the grind, yeah. and then obviously we're smoking them, we're, sure. where hot dogs are just they're crowned and they're they're who knows what's in just ground and boiled
2: so it's like coarser and then you actually smoke it yeah and then we smoke
0: them and stuff too so we're yeah i think this the size and stuff okay so that's important because i'm a
1: i'm a i'm a hot dog and a smoky eater yeah Yeah. that's an important question i'm gonna
0: throw down that we make one of the best smokies in the city do you really yeah
1: we're We're, gonna have to test that i'm willing
0: we're We're gonna gonna, have to test that yeah so we're working on something where we can maybe have a little Get a get a bunch of people down to the parking lot and try it out. So
1: okay, well that's gonna be me and him. Yeah, we'll, just scoffing it down. Yeah.
0: yeah, we'll show up before anybody else. Yeah, yeah. So and we just we've got our own garden at home and and we both love hot peppers and stuff. So we we got a lot bigger of a yield than we thought. We're like, what a are we gonna do? Yield. So we've got uh, I ate pot. we we made a big massive pot where literally we stuffed as money of these peppers in and like two liters of vinegar and just steamed them. And so we're going to have a hot wing competition over there too sometime. We're like cutting
3: it and then we'll build it. Build <laughs> it up. Last the longest. What kind oh, of like peppers? It's a mix it was- of chocolates. Um, um, like, uh, yeah. And then there was two other hot ones that are like supposed to be way hotter. Like one of them is up near Reaper.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah there's a couple that were over a million Schofields and whatever and we just kind of like oh really yeah. And yeah people are
3: dipping their fingers in it and then chugging a liter of milk oh i tried
0: God. it at home and just the tip and i was like two yogurts and like a mouthful of blue cheese <laughs> are <laughs> like,
2: they are they like f- like f- um like fragrant because i've heard that like reapers are super like floral tasting
0: like we kind of made it and it was like we did it and it just like the whole kitchen was. It wasn't as like eye burning, but it had some nice. And when you
3: open it, it's like oh, I can smell hot sauce. Like you. It, yeah. It like immediately. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: But not yeah. this like burning, like your eyeballs. Just blow <laughs> like, your socks yeah.
2: off. Capsaicin. Oil yeah.
0: Right. So yeah. it's it's nice. It is the one of the owners. He's like he doesn't like hot, but he just chugging some milk and everything, oh, so. Yeah. I, I like hot, but I don't like
1: where you're sweating. Well, that,
0: yeah. And you can barely right. taste,
1: it. you can't taste anything you after, can, and yeah. your yeah. tongue and everything is yeah. numb, right?
0: But there's so, so we're gonna have a, like, a competition to see, whatever, we're working on it, it's something we're planning, yep. we'll see when that comes to play, so. Yeah, and then we got, uh, yeah, and then Rachel's runs her place. So
3: I run Sam's Place Cafe on Henderson Highway. So it's a youth training facility for youth with disadvantages to employment. Mm-hmm. Um, So we just did a massive renovation to the kitchen there um, and more than double the size, brand new equipment.
1: Wow. How did you get into that?
3: I was a pastry chef for years and then I kind of burnt out working 80 plus hours a week. This
1: guy's sitting over there. He's happy that he doesn't have to talk, so he can eat he your just, food.
0: Yeah, he's just like, yeah,
2: it's so good. <laughs> You're supposed to eat it when we talk about it. I know, it. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for polite breaks in the
1: conversation so I can stuff my face. That's, that's the only bad thing about wireless mics, right? It's just, oh, I'm just going to be talking. It's going back later. Sorry about that. Go ahead.
3: It's okay, so then I took this job thinking it was going to be a down job, and I would get a break for a while. But like just kind of coast and coast yeah but then it turned out that it wasn't properly run and there's so much issues and it didn't become a coasting job and it didn't
1: right just because you can't let it go on like that you're like man i gotta yeah. straighten no, out i gotta, I it's, gotta, it's, I gotta yeah. fix it
0: right, right? Yeah. and then we're both like that
1: you
2: know so it's it's specifically strictly run to help uh like disadvantaged youth get basically bankable skills
3: yeah so that's the whole goal of the program is to help youth get and then we also have a whole bunch of people that have Other abilities and disabilities that come in and get trained or help with dishes and different stuff, and gives them kind of a safe place to be.
0: That's
2: awesome, sure. Or or new immigrants who
0: are learning English, and it gives. Like I've hired some of the volunteers that have gone through her system Mm -hmm. at Mm -hmm. the restaurants that I ran. Is that right? Yeah, it's a great
2: way to learn. Well, well, it gives. It's. I mean, if you're 15 or 16, it's so hard. Hey, when I lived in Germany for two years, and I got a job clearing tables at a restaurant just for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically to learn the language, mm-hmm. and now I can speak German. Yeah,
0: you, yeah. you have to immerse yourself, so no, it helps. Forced, yeah. yeah,
1: it helps a lot, so. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So the Canadian company, we decide, hey, we're doing our own thing. Let's work together. How do you work together without killing each other? <laughs> <laughs> My wife would never most work Most days were good. We, we, most days are good.
0: Days the other good. days we drink more. <laughs> 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 so, so we
3: kind of lucked out that way, because we have very similar styles, but he is very... Like, he's really good at meats and charcuteries and that kind of stuff. Um, And I'm really passionate about baking and desserts and um, I really like sauces and cold things. So we kind of balance each other out.
1: Right, so even professionally it works. Yeah,
0: Yeah. so we can kind of, like, it's a great divide and conquer, right? Like, okay, here's our menu, here's, we'll sit at home, you know, after a couple bottles and design menus and whatever. And then we go, okay, boom, we can go into the kitchen. One goes this way, one goes the other way. You know, tasting, whatever. So we're good. We're not stepping on each other's toes and we can, we're both can feed and help the other one in where we're missing.
1: Did you ever work with your girlfriend or wife? Uh, Yes.
2: My first girlfriend when I was in culinary school, it did not work out.
1: Alrighty
0: then. After the break,
1: (laughs) after the break, we're going to (laughs) eat. Welcome back to the main ingredient. Kevin Bergen here. And I'm Louis Glassy. Did we eat? They showed up. So
2: hang on. Who's they? Oh, sorry. Rachel and Dustin from Loaf and Honey yep. showed up in the studio. There, we probably have about a square meter of table space. They filled and, it up, and they filled it up. They filled it up with cheese and meat and charcuterie. We were really mad about that. We were very upset, especially uh, about the uh, the French toast grilled cheese that was y- made bone using marrow bone butter. marrow. Oh my Smoking. goodness! Well, anyway here it is all
1: right you know let's let's talk about the food that we that we brought here let's talk about loaf and honey food and let's talk about the food that you have brought today that lewis won't stop eating yeah right now
0: so um is this, is this on <laughs> <laughs> uh we just have a little charcuterie board because uh we wanted to kind of showcase the cheese we do make cheese uh we studied under brother Albrecht, a trappist monk um yeah how did, how did
1: that whole situation
0: come about Another kind of... You guys
2: were just looking for strong beer and you just fell into the cheese game? Yeah,
0: we, just, we we wanted to do something. Uh, I took a job at, at a golf course out of town and we had, obviously, the downtime in the, in the winter and, and we wanted to do something that would build both of us up or help or whatever. So, you know, we were looking at different things and then I'd always... I'd been using his cheese for eight years and I'd read articles how he'd wanted to teach somebody and never did and nobody took it on and... He'd like somebody to learn, and I was like, that would be cool, but when am I ever going to have time to do that, right? <laughs> to go to a monastery. and learn how to make cheese. that's aged for two months and hand-washed every day. So it's like, oh. Yeah. And then she's like, well, let's go and try it. Because
3: so- I'd always made soft cheeses, like ricottas and cream cheeses and things, but every time I made a hard cheese, it never turned out the way I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, if anyone's going to teach us, why not go to an 86-year-old that's been making it his entire life? Sure. Yeah. yeah
0: like... So we 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 tried phoning, we couldn't find the number anywhere. They're no, so not. Yeah, you know, really? they're not they're not big promoters of themselves. <laughs> like some monks to answer, "What up?" <laughs> yeah. "How's it going?" Come on down. So we uh we picked a Monday in October and we drove out there. We figured we'd get there early. We show up at 10. It's 2 hours away and it's a rainy day. Open at two. I'm like, All right. Well, now what are we gonna yeah, do? Let's just go so, some time. Here. <laughs> we oh, went yeah. to we went to Holland, which is a little town that it's by. Mm-hmm. Had some breakfast, and then came back and kind of walked. You're not allowed in certain areas. So we walked, but it was raining, so we kind of hung out. And then we, we did some
3: menu planning in the
0: car. <laughs> and then we went My in. The car is a very good office, apparently. It does. It is, yeah. <laughs> we spend, yeah. <laughs> well, we bought a farm too, so now we spend even more time in the far, in the car. Um, so we kind of just went in and said, "Hey, this is this is who we are." We'd love to learn to make cheese. Would you be willing to teach us? And he asked us questions about ourselves. We had kids, what we do, and everything else. And he's like, yeah. Uh, so we set up where I went out there in February. I spent a week in the monastery. And then for a year, I went every three weeks uh, for a day. And I just kind of learned new things as, you know, different temperatures and different times and humidity of the season and stuff like that. So. so
2: what's the, um, what's the technical difference between like making fresh, fresh cheese, which is the only cheese I've ever made and making like a so, semi soft aged cheese.
0: So de- like one, it's the milk, right? When you pasteurize the milk, you're, and especially when you're homogenizing the milk.
3: When you, you're high temperature pasteurizing, yeah,
0: Yeah. And you're, you're ripping apart the fats and everything else. So you have to add calcium chloride, um, to get to be able to make that firm cheese. And that, that was a problem she was having when she was making, when she wanted to make, you have to add all these things. So with the raw milk, it enables you to, um, you don't have to add anything. And everything is everything is present in raw milk to make any kind of cheese. You don't have to add cultures or bacteria. It's how you treat the milk and how you age it and what you do with it in the different temperatures. Once you pasteurize it, then it's when you have to add certain cultures and add different things to get a blue cheese, to get gotcha. to get a brie, to get a, a cheddar. Because pasteurization kills all of it. It kills everything that's present in it, yeah. right? And, and it makes it it's more shelf stable and everything else. So with raw milk, everything is there mm-hmm. and it's been there for hundreds of years. So it's how you manipulate the milk and, cool. and what you do and everything else, right? Cool.
3: So. so this one is like, we get it, we cook it, we bring it up to temperature, we add our stuff, then we let it sit, set, then we cook it out mm-hmm. um, to get it to the the firmness that we want the curds to be, and then we put in molds and they sit for about six to eight hours. Yeah. And then we, put them, put weights on them, mm-hmm. and they sit out for 16 hours. Yep. And then we salt them and we put them in a cellar, and
2: okay. then
3: from there we hand wash them every day with a culture brine.
2: Okay, and then. Um so it actually, the cheese gets firmer just the more you cook
0: it. Just like so, yeah. So what you're doing, you're getting, you're getting your your curds, right? Have more still whey in it, right? So when you do it, you're separating the whey from the curd, but the curds still have. Way in so the more you cook you're you're pressing out more of the way and then when you're pressing you're you're pressing that way as well it's how
3: size you cut your curds down to too so softer cheeses have bigger curds Mm -hmm. and harder cheeses have smaller curds okay
1: yeah okay so after the new sports and weather we're going to come back and talk to talk more with uh dustin and rachel from loaf and honey
2: they are innovators that's what we are going to talk about they're innovators who are writing the book on taking a classic technique and modernizing it so it's safe for you know follows all the guidelines that they need
1: to follow for the modern age they are trailblazers we'll be right back welcome back to the main ingredient i'm kevin bergen and i'm louis classy our guests today are rachel and dustin
2: from loaf and honey there are a couple innovators who are changing the trappist cheese scene in winnipeg
0: we we've been more diligent than what the standards are and but we're writing the book in this province Right, With Manitoba egg, right. how a, cheese, a raw milk cheese business is going to be run? Mm-hmm. What the safety precautions are? What the standards? What the testing? Awesome. What their testing requirements are? So, I mean, we're we're really hoping um, after we've paved the way, somebody else wants to do another cheese or or, or whatever else. We've got amazing milk that comes from this province. Mm-hmm. Like our dairy farmers are great. Like we've been in numerous dairy barns. They're clean. They're clean. I mean, our standards are amazing. Right? And so, they're all
3: super happy and they all want someone to make something out of the product. Like they're all like, well, if we could become cheesemakers, we would, but we don't have the time. Right. They're, yeah. they're busy they, making
1: their product.
0: Yeah, yeah. So they're more than like, they, they love, like we deal with a, a they're a third generation dairy farmers. Um, they're in their early thirties. The wife is a vet. Like That's they are Yeah. And they take great care of their animals. Their dad lives right. Like their dad's gonna a farm right across the street from them. They've never had problems. They went to Europe and they toured and they saw all these dairy farms that had cheese caves attached to them. Mm-hmm. So they were, you know, they'd love to be able to do that, but they're running theirs and they don't have, so to be able to, for us to be able to take their milk and turn it into something they're super excited about. Sure. And, it ge- and it just, it, it highlights the milk better, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, but- I love milk and I've drank milk my whole life and I'll always drink milk, but you don't really get to taste or get the essence of when you turn it into cheese, especially in age, where you can highlight kind of the flavors. I think a lot more. So you know, we're super excited to be able to do that, and we're gonna kind of build. We've we've got our test facility, so we're gonna once we get that up and going. And
1: Is that on your farm?
0: That's so that's on my parents' farm. Yeah. So that's they. My mom helps kind of do the washing, and we we kind of stuck because of everything else that we have going we wouldn't be able to do that so that she washes the cheese which enables you guys us are like Alan
2: you guys are basically just taking let's say like a millennia old technique modernizing it for the Canadian system but doing so so without any loss of quality or technique along the way
0: yeah so we're we're I mean we're just we're keeping everything clean so we've got a clean sterile sanitized building yeah. but we we have our cheese at age on wooden boards yeah right and and because the wooden boards help they control um the microbes they've got like they're inoculated with all of these good microbes that we want that help give us and help make our cheese safe because what we're doing is we're breeding a culture that will help eradicate any bad cultures mm-hmm. like stephorus or E. coli's and whatever else so we're creating the environment where the good outwork the bad and we're creating that that positive environment that they they thrive the best at and the other ones thrive at just a little bit less effective so they're outpowering them mm. so yeah so we've it's like we've got it's like boards.
3: antibiotics for an infection your yeah. antibiotics will outpower the infection that's in your body if yeah. you have the right balance yeah it makes me right.
2: think of these old exchange buildings where they have like the open beam and they take the like ancient old grain building and then they modernize it so you still get the kind of yeah blast from the past aesthetic but it's all modernized. Yeah.
0: That's what yeah. I'm thinking of. Anyway. Yeah. No. So Maybe we're. Yeah. <laughs> so we've There's got. Awesome. He gave us boards that he had that are 40 years old. Wow. So we've got those. We've now. All of our boards are now working and in shape and have. So theirs are out. But we don't want to. Keeping those kind of yeah. you
1: know—that's so. a huge compliment, though. Though he wouldn't part with those without someone being serious
0: about. Yeah, taking and he gave it, right? us all his molds. Like and,
3: all he the molds us, he, and he gave us—he
0: gave us some and stuff and, and everything else, and we took out wheels. Sounds wheel. funny. Someone gave you mold hand, yeah, right? <laughs> it's like yeah, give me more. <laughs> Come on. right? So he—we brought a wheel out to him a couple weeks ago, and he tasted it, and he gave us. He's like, "You're making my cheese." Did he really? Yeah. yeah. So
3: he took it to—he took it back into the monastery and told the other monks that he'd found a wheel in the cellar and none of them could tell they all thought it was his cheese
1: oh sweet see that's huge yeah Yeah. that's the test
0: right yeah so like we don't like the man who made it for 65 years told us that we're making his cheese so yeah you're good we're good like we did it right so but this recipe dates back to the 1700s it's crazy and it's been made in manitoba since 1905 but a lot of people didn't know about it because he he even he said i'm not a cheesemaker." I'm a monk. Or it's not like monks are online or on Instagram.
1: Yeah, got don't. They don't. like
3: he does. They don't, it turns out he does have phone
0: number. Yeah, he find
3: it. Yeah, <laughs> so he's
0: got the old dial phone. Yeah, yeah. but they don't Author. promote themselves. And he, right. he's like, I'm not a cheesemaker. I'm a monk. I just happen to make cheese to support what they do. Right. And like they had won awards before and everything else. And he's like, I don't care about any of that. Yeah, I just make cheese. I just make cheese so that we can do our stuff. Do they sell it? So they, they were work? selling. They were selling. Like Deluca's was one of their purchasers, and some other people were. Still. And at their
3: prime, they were shipping to Quebec. Yeah. Oh, wow. At their prime, they're making eight hundred wheels a month. Dang. Yeah. Wow. And they were shipping across Canada. I always thought it was
2: illegal. I think I'm.
0: completely... Like, so they were federally inspected. If you're federally inspected. Then you can ship across Canada. Okay,
2: but I always thought
3: fresh cheese in general was. It so like... it has to be aged for 60 days minimum. Okay.
0: Yeah. So raw milk cheese or any raw milk product has to be aged for a minimum of 60 days. Okay. It really only works for a semi-hard or a hard cheese. Like right. sure. you know, You're not ma- you're not aging a yogurt or or, yeah. or even a, uh, a ricotta or whatever. It just doesn't work, right? Yeah. So it only works with those kinds of cheeses. Gotcha. So. Okay. So yeah, like there is 300 and I that's a rough count, 306 to 310 creameries or cheese plants in Canada. There is 20 less than 20 that do raw milk. Oh wow. Wow. Yeah. And so, uh,
2: are you guys planning on doing any sort of other different kinds of cheeses? Yeah.
3: Yeah. We want to, once we get this going (laughs) and we get all the kinks out and stuff, um, and then we're going to expand right away so we can keep doing this more Mm -hmm. because we can't keep up with the demand for it right now. That's a good problem
1: though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Kind
3: of, it's kind of annoying. Like
1: we've sold one.
3: Yeah.
0: that's
3: problem yeah yeah, yeah. it's aged 90 days <laughs> <laughs> Not
0: because we yeah, yeah. No, yeah that I, that is can i charge much. extra oh, no. no nobody bought it at 60 so <laughs>
3: but uh once we do that we eventually want to build a bigger facility where we have an unpasteurized area and then a pasteurized area so we can get into we want to do some flavored aged cheeses and some different kinds of aged cheeses but then we also want to do some soft cheeses then yeah would eventually we, like
0: to expand. Yeah, we've been making ricotta for... Because f- it was taking us forever to get going and have cheese being able to sell. So we were doing some demos and talking. So we were making ricottas just to have... So people could have the cheese or something and everybody was loving that. So we'd love to be able to kind of do that on a bigger scale. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll look at that and too. This so the, this is the ricotta right that was a herb Yeah, so that's a and herb and garlic, garlic ricotta, yeah. Okay, I'm going
1: in. Do it. We'll give you a, a timeout so you can... On your face, yeah. Oh, <laughs> because I want you to, too. I got can't stop eating
2: this thing. Okay. Right now. Mm. Dang, is that ever smooth? It's not like like springy, like ricotta it is. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't. It almost tastes like cream cheese. Like the creamiest cream cheese I've ever had. Well,
3: I kind of after I make it, I, I beat it with the spices and then oh, the herbs okay. and the garlics, and then it makes it really creamy.
1: Okay, dude. What was with your mic? I want to apologize to all the listeners. It's a learning experience. Uh, I was. You were so busy eating I was. that your mic was like in the food.
2: I was standing over top of the mic, and we've got we actually had some feedback uh, about this, <laughs> so we're going to change it for the next one. I want to apologize for everybody listening. He's not going to change. He's just going to continue eating. You know, you're not going to change. No, I'm just going to find sneakier ways to eat without any loss of audio quality. Perfect.
1: We'll be right back. Kevin Bergen here. Louis Glassy. Loaf and Honey is who we're talking to, and they are awesome.
0: We worked for for places that that said we could do this or support these farmers or, or do whatever else. And then, I mean, places are owned by big guys. or You know, they don't see the value of some things. Right? Causing
1: too much or blah, blah, blah. And now we're going to go another route. Yeah, yeah right. I say and that, but then we don't do it.
0: And then, you know, and that's kind of... We get hired for it. You know, let sell you the spiel. And then, well, I know we don't want to do that. Right. So I grew up on a farm. I, I had 13 acres, not a big farm, but horses. And my grandfather had property. And, like, I remember... Um, Biggest fondest memory of of my grandparents is that I could go to a garden and bring a salt and pepper shaker and just like grab a tomato. So, yeah, yeah, hang on, wait, right? And just like I love tomatoes and like I try, we I, we make I love tomatoes and there's so many different kinds and varieties and and so many different kind of flavors. And I'm sensing you like tomatoes. I do. They're great, <laughs> right? We we I grew heard like that we yeah. grew like a dozen different tomatoes in our garden this <laughs> yep. summer. Yeah, yep. like I never. Like my, we we ate a lot and my mom cooked and my dad you know my grandpa made spaghetti on Sundays like for eight hours, and my mom made mustard and a whole bunch of other things. But I never had to eat. I'd eat everything, liver and onions, whatever. I love liver and onions. Yeah, I, I do.
2: Right, but like, but <coughs> you, some
0: people are like, you know, but like mushrooms, I never had to eat and rice. And it wasn't until I was like 20 and I ate like because you know back then it was mushrooms in a can or, or white mushrooms that yeah. was right that was it so then when I started eating mushrooms I'm like oh like this is this it this is this this is flavor right. right like this is stuff so like we do with prairie oyster uh who grows he's a young guy who's growing mushrooms in his house and he'll drive them on it like he ain't doing it anymore but he all summer long he drives scooter he what? He'd have his little scooter, like a scooter, a scooter, scooter. and with a backpack Never. full of mushrooms, and he drive and he drop them off to anybody. And so so he had his own. The young guy gets pulled no, over. Yeah, on. these are. I'm, I'm actually selling like <laughs> regular mushrooms. Sure you are, son. Hey man, my name's Prairie Oyster. <laughs> <laughs> backpack. <with a> <laughs> <laughs> you want some? Hands on the hood, son. Yeah. Like <laughs> you know, but like, cause if you're only ordering a couple pounds, would he go to everybody's like, and he's just. He, and they're beautiful, and they're so fresh. Oh, they're oyster mushrooms, and they're, yeah, oyster, and mushrooms. Like
3: they're, the they're oyster mushrooms. Like they're the
0: most. But they're like they've got you know when you buy them at the store, or you get them from the supplier. They're you know, they're all banged up. You know, they're we've had them for a week and they're still because he cut them, and then he'll drive them to you. Yeah, right. So they're as fresh as you can get them. They don't just
1: crumble when you.
0: Touch <laughs> yeah, like I got a case the other day because he <laughs> was in Vegas. He's like, I'm in Vegas. I'm having fun. <laughs> with my, with like, my moped. With my mom. <laughs> so, and I was like, I can't even use these. Like, they look like they just got whipped around in a tornado. So, you know, it's just, it's great to be able to have that connection and be like, you know, where are they and Where are they coming from? Or, And then you can, you can trust the authenticity of the people that are giving them to you. Mm-hmm. And interact. So like I've been, or we've been to the direct farms conference for the last three years, which is a conference of, of farmers, of small scale farmers, and they just, you know, talk about what's going on and they have seminars and everything else. So you're gonna get to meet these guys and have a lot more respect for where it is. And it just, I think it switches to the plate too when you have, when you know who's making it and you can feel the passion from them. It just. Uh, it's literally passed from two hands. His hand to your hand and your plate. Yeah, yeah. Right? right? And it, it's, it just makes our jobs so much easier. And they're all
3: like to the point where we've gone out and had tours. We've gone and out and picked our own vegetables That'd for awesome. the dinner we want to yeah. do because they're yeah. all just, they're like, yeah, you want to use our product? You want to see where it's come from? Come to our farm. Yeah. No problem. Yeah.
2: That's sure. like uh, what we, uh, Sean from um, Mitchell Block was mm-hmm. saying. You get the love from the food
0: you, you don't get from the big <laughs> part <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. Yeah, that's right? totally true. You know, and it's and you you appreciate it more, and you you make sure you're you're giving it you know more the respect that it deserves because you know what is put into it, mm-hmm. right? And it's so much fresher, and it makes like I can't say it enough. It makes our job so much easier when it's just that much easier to to, and it's got so much more life to the food, right? Yeah. Like food's alive, and it's just you know. So why get something that's just been killed or just man's preserved to all heck great right? but it
1: changes what it truly is yeah. yeah right we're gonna change gears here a little bit you guys have a pop-up coming up yes at riverside november 5th uh yes november, november 10th November tenth. Yes. what's yeah. that about
0: so we've got one with uh lake of the woods brewery right So we've partnered with them. We did one last year. I love
1: smaller local breweries. Yeah,
0: like we we did one with Barnhammer last year. We did a five course in there in the brewery. Mm -hmm. So Barnhammer has got a funky tasting room man. I love it. Isn't it it awesome? First time I went in there, I'm like, this is a tasting room. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) this is awesome. This is great. So yeah, we've I've known Ryan from from Lake of the Woods for for a while and we've been bouncing how we're going to do this. So um, we're going to do a five course meal with with some of their seasonal and special brews um, at Riverside in the Limelight uh, on November 10th. So, we're hoping that's kind of, we're gonna start really pushing tickets for that right away. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, we'll play with some different courses and see what we come up with for that. We haven't figured out the menu yet, so. We're gonna have to go get a case of their beer, and then we'll figure mm, it just, out. Yeah, just, just you yeah. <laughs> know, it'll just, just all it. come to us. Yeah. <laughs> have a couple blueberry beers, yeah, so. yeah, right. Yeah.
1: Like, Let, let's talk about the Hatchery Collective.
0: Yeah. So yeah. there's us. Uh, there's Alan who does Filipino food.
3: Who's with EJ now? He hired on as a yeah. chef.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So and then we've got Rafa Jittery, who are vegans. Um, I love those two, man. These ladies they're are amazing. Awesome. amazing. Yeah. Amazing and ladies. they're new to it, but just to see how much they care yeah. and like the, the, they go and they're learning how to make all these stuff and they're getting like they're very to see how long they've gone since we've gone but they're they make a great food mm-hmm. and they're what they were always saying oh it's vegan they're like no you just make great food 100%. and it just happens to be vegan right
2: so much so much better when you find a good chef who just happens to be
0: vegan. Yeah. yeah.
3: Like, her food's care. amazing. And like she got into by fluke because she was she had to become vegan not by choice. Right. Um and then she just couldn't find anywhere good to eat, so she started Again, making good food at home. And then yeah. she was in IT and then she quit her job and now
0: Yeah, and now they're doing the this time. and we're I like they they're great. And then we have Ave from Purple Hibiscus. Um mm-hmm. uh, Trinidadian. Trinidadian. And then we've got Steven Stretcher for atomic dinner rolls he does like molecular gastronomy and kind of all kind of cool what? stuff like that what yeah He's
2: molecular gastronomy?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah I understand. Don't you, know you know? Oh, exactly. You know. <laughs> it's
3: like using science and food together.
0: Yeah. So he's like... got bubbles and foams and kind of, you know, you're. I want to talk to that guy. That's yeah. a, Wow. That's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's pretty like cool. You
2: take a steak and instead of just putting gravy on top, you somehow manipulate the gravy so that it's in like a, a balloon on top so that when you cut into it, the gravy will spill out over the steak. That kinda Say, kinda. what? Yeah.
0: Or you're infusing foams with things or, yeah. yeah. So he's. Like so it's green, like. Green apple. What is it Bill Nye, the science guy, chef, chef, yeah, yeah kind of like that. Yeah. And then we got Maddie uh, that he's does kind
3: of humor food. He does. He's a he's a punny guy. Yeah, is the best way to say it. He's got a big
0: personality. Big,
3: yeah, yeah. Yes. so he like he's a up comedian, and then he just puts a lot of he and he has a lot of locals too. Yeah, he's
0: got a lot of locals. He was at Pine Ridge Hollow, so he's he's connected to a lot of local farmers and everything else. So he does a lot of really cool stuff with that, and and so it's great. Like, <coughs> excuse me, it's. We we all beer. Got, That's what that means. That means we need, need another, another beer, beer, right? Yeah. <coughs> Talking too much. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> the pop-up on the 10th, how do people buy tickets for that?
0: Uh, they can just email us and then we'll set up... Is the, uh, does it have a technical name? Uh, no, we're still working. We're figuring out. we're, we're just. They, they had Oktoberfest, so they just finished Oktoberfest. Right. And now this week we're nailing out all the logistics. And we'll come up with a name and, and everything else for that. Um, so yeah, if they just email us, we take e-transfers okay. uh, and then we just send off receipts to people. Okay. So for that, um, anything to do with Hatchery, um, we've got a Hatchery Facebook page and a Hatchery email or a Hatchery Instagram. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, they Or they could reach any one of our concepts um, and we can set them up with tickets for any of those events Or they as can well. just
3: email us too if they don't do Facebook or Instagram. Hatchery right. is spelled a little differently though, right? Yes. So what's yes. the URL
2: for the Facebook page?
3: H A C H E R E. So
2: Facebook.com/slash/hachere.
1: Yeah. Right, yeah. But or but but at its simplest form, if people don't remember that, they can easily email you on your on your loaf and, loaf honey and honey and we right. direct
0: and to everybody. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So that may be a bit easier. Yeah. To, to yeah. tell people. Yeah. So perfect. All right. Cool. Thanks for having us. Oh, thanks for. Dude, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're going to be he's here for him. Yeah, coming. we're okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's got to go eat dinner now. I yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, good one. Oh, yeah.
2: man, I know. It's okay. It's tough. a hollow leg.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, thanks for coming, you guys. Perfect. Thank, yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. Those guys are really nice, eh? Super nice. Speaking of nice, what's coming in my Prairie Box delivery next week? Your Prairie
2: Box delivery, uh, some highlights. We got creamy lemon chicken, nice. Tuscan pork, and summer veg. Yeah. And uh, we're going to do some uh, some Cajun cod this week, too. You're
1: going to spoil me this week. That's all I care about.
2: Listen, man, just make sure that you get your uh, your order in by Thursday at 5 p.m. And we'll get you your Prairie Box meals uh, Sunday or Monday right to your house. Perfect. This is the main ingredient
1: on 680 CJOB. See you next week.
0: This is 680 CJOB.